I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, this week I wanted to talk to you guys about um, rejoicing anyways. Uh, My week, you're going to be hearing it on Monday, so the week before for me was really tough. Uh, There's some things that happened that I'm not going to really get into with details um, that were kind of outside my control, but was still really hard to go through and felt pretty devastating. Um, and anyways, so I've had a lot of time to reflect this week because, you know, you can't control a lot of times what happens in your life. Some things you make bad choices or, you know, whatever it comes from the fruit of what you have done, the seeds that you've sown. And then there's just some things that just happen that aren't that. And, it still comes down to how are you going to respond and how are you going to react? And I think what is hard for me is sometimes when I get angry about things from something else, um, other circumstances, and maybe I have a right to be angry, it's still sometimes hard for me to know how to respond exactly. <laughs> I know what the Bible says about things, Um, And then sometimes you just have to use discernment and wisdom to see, you know, the rest of maybe what the Bible doesn't specifically say. And so this week has been pretty tough um, with that. I also help teach a Sparky class at church on Wednesdays. And so we have some second graders and um, it was my turn to teach this week. And it was just really neat because the night before something really rough happened and then the next day I'm teaching at class and the um, the lesson was pretty much rejoice anyways. So it's talking about Paul being in prison um, and all his friends and, you know, the churches that he started like really missed him. And he's like, hey, you know, um, I know I'm here and I'm, you know, going through a lot of trials and stuff, but I know you miss me, but rejoice anyways. And I think a lot of times, you know, like we we're talking about to the Sparkies was, there's some really crappy things that happen. You know, maybe one of your family members is dying. You know, maybe there's some, you know, kid levels and adult levels. Maybe there's some people being really mean to you or whatever. Um, how can we rejoice during those times where these times just seem like really horrible, horrible times? And in this day and age, I think we depend too much on our feelings and about our feelings and all we want to do is talk about our feelings and it might be because in generations previously it was like shove your feelings down (laughs) don't talk about it don't even acknowledge your feelings okay shut them up uh you know scrape off the dirt and move on you big sissy you know so i think now the pendulum has swung completely on the other side and it's like let's just sit and swim and bathe in our feelings and also we're not in touch with reality at all and we're just talking about feelings and so what does the bible say about all this kind of stuff and i know a couple years ago i had this dream and at the time i wasn't going through anything but this dream basically i was going through some hard stuff and i remember crying in in my dream and this woman who i don't know because it was in a dream and she said 
let me show you what to do when you're going through hard times. And then she got out a shofar and blew it and, and praised the Lord. And I remember waking up being like, oh man, I hope nothing sucky is about to come because there was nothing going on at the time. But it really has kind of stuck with me. And as, as far as, you know, reading things in the Bible too, you see how people rejoiced um, and praised God anyway. And so we kind of went around the class and talked about, you know, what are hard things that we've gone through or that you've gone through and how can we thank God anyways? Or what is the good that we can see in it anyways? How can we, you know, still praise the Lord through these hard things? Um, and so anytime you're really wanting to look at what a word means from what the Bible has talked about before, you look at the first mention. And so with the re- the word rejoice, the first mention is in Exodus 18.9 and it says, And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. So he's praising God for the goodness that God had given Israel for delivering them. And so I think, too, when I'm going through hard times, we can dwell on those circumstances. We can think about our feelings and how hard it is or how sad we feel or how angry, how unfair, how unjust, you know, all these things. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't acknowledge our feelings. I'm not saying that we should, you know, ignore them and play pretend because God is not, you know, about pretending, but what do we do with those emotions? You know, we should bring them to him and we should talk to him about it and cry out to him just like David did. And, and, you know, all of Psalms, right. Um, we should go to God in prayer with it. And then we should praise God for who he is and who he always will be. And the blessings that we can acknowledge that are there in our lives right now, even if we have some tough circumstances in our life. Um, and so last week or, you know, this week, whatever day you're listening to it, uh, God gave me a song and again, it's by Audrey Assad. I really don't even listen to her that much. Um, and next, next week I'm going to talk about her specifically, but, um, but one of the songs that she sings, uh, is called, how can I keep from singing? And some of the lyrics are, uh, through all the tumult and the strife, I hear that music ringing. It finds an echo in my soul. How can I keep from singing? What though my joys and comforts die, I know my Savior liveth. What though the darkness gather round, songs in the night he giveth. It's a really cool song. I'll put it on the Spotify uh, playlist if you want to check it out, and I'll link that in the show notes. Um, But, you know, I think if you're going through a hard time, um, it's good to cry out to God. It's always good to read his word. Um, And it's good to listen to music that reminds us who he is and what his promises are and that we're not alone and he's always faithful and he's the one that knows what's going on and he's the one that has all the power, you know. And anyways, and then um, yesterday uh, I had to take my dog to the vet because he was urinating blood and he's 12. And so anyways, I had ended up putting my dog down yesterday yesterday. and I didn't really expect that, you know, and he was sweet. We had him for seven years and that's the longest I've ever had a dog. Like, um, I don't know. He was a sweet friend. I love him. Um, and I'm thankful for his companionship. And I think that, you know, it was a rough week and then my dog died, you know, (laughs) so it's like, oh, you know, but I think also, you know, rejoice anyway. I can rejoice in the fact 
about with my dog that um, God was merciful because it's not like Tucker had to stay here at home and die by himself or go through really poor, um, what's the word, like not living conditions, you know what I'm saying? The quality of life is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, and suffer and have to have all these bills and, you know, this kind of hospice situation or whatever. Um, but that it worked out to where, um, I got to be with him and, you know, he didn't have to suffer anymore. And I was thankful for God's mercy in that. And I can be thankful that God gave me seven years with my sweet buddy. You know, he was such a sweet friend. And um, and so I was real thankful for him. And I'm thankful that God let me have a companion like that for a little while. Um, and, you know, in the situation that happened also earlier this week, you know, I oftentimes in, in my prayers every night, I pray that. I want to serve God with my whole life and I want um, to be radically changed into who God wants me to be. But you know, when you pray (laughs) stuff like that, you know, things aren't going to just be the same and like the, you know, smooth sailing, there's not going to be any bumpy stuff because the process of sanctification and refinement is, you know, God is going to be putting you in the fire and molding you so that you are malleable and are able to be, you know, molded into, into his image. But that takes some pain to go through. And sometimes, you know, you do dumb stuff and have to learn the hard way. And, you know, if you can take it as an opportunity to, to learn and grow, then great. And then sometimes things happen that are outside of your control, um, but you, but it's still an opportunity to be obedient to God, and then He'll use that for your good, so that you can be molded and sanctified, you know, into His image, versus wasting the opportunity, getting bent out of shape, you know, just being like victimized about it and belly aching over it, and um, not really taking that opportunity to see what God wants to show you and to change more to be like him like I don't want to just be kicking and screaming like what does happen you know what I'm saying it's like I can still be upset I can still cry out to God I still have really awesome godly friends that help um help me walk in wisdom also in my responses with stuff and so um you know I can rejoice in that and I'm thankful for that I'm glad that God doesn't let me be stagnant or let my life or my family be that way. I'm glad that he cares enough about us to help um, come in and just change us to be like him. So, you know, my my faith is in him and the hope to come. Um, I know that I don't have to just settle and wait to die, you know, like we don't have abundant life now. And I also know that the things here will fade away eventually um, and, you know, an even better, (laughs) a better body, a better earth, you know, better relationships, all these things like are to come. And so I can look forward to that. And then, um, Charles Spurgeon, he also said, I've learned to kiss the wave that strikes me against the rock of ages. Um, we don't have to be like, Hey, I'm so glad my dog died. You know what I'm saying? But I am so thankful that in this opportunity, um, or in the situation, maybe opportunity is a weird word to use that, it's bringing me closer to the Lord or it's making me more like his image. And so I can be thankful for that, that it's pushing me 
closer to the Lord. Um, and then in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Know this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I don't want to hide from the Lord. I don't want to hide from change. Um, I want to embrace it, even if it hurts. But I do pray prayers like gently and quickly, Lord, please, <laughs> gently and quickly, let me learn. Um, and there's just, there's so many comforting words from the Lord in his word. I hope that you're taking time to read it every day. It's hard to kind of narrow it down, but here's a few of them that I hope bring comfort to you as they do for me. Uh, Deuteronomy 31, 8, and Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. John sixteen thirty three. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And then um, I really like this psalm. It's Psalm 40, verses 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. So just remember, like, you might feel like you're in a pit. You might have put yourself in the pit. Maybe somebody shoved you in a pit. But just know that, like, cry out to God, seek Him, walk in obedience, and He's going to put your feet on the rock, which is Him. And He's going to establish your goings. And then you can choose to rejoice in the Lord. You can choose that. You have a choice in how you respond. And so I pray that you... Um, respond in the way that gives glory to God and I pray that for me as well and so you can always find something to thank him for and to rejoice anyway right so don't waste the circumstances the situations the trials and temptations like use them as opportunities to glorify God and point others to Christ and then also you know be conform more into his image as well as you're being molded instead of you choosing to jump out of the fire and then complain and whine and woe is me, you know, um, just choose, choose to rejoice anyway. If y'all have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Mm-hmm.